Welcome to the Lone Star Plate Podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas. The Lone Star Plate Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com. You can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers markets, and more. We're using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. All right, pardon me. I do have a bit of a cold today, so I'm going to sound a little bit like Stallone, but that's just going to improve uh, the podcast today, guys. So just think of it as a, a special guest host, uh, but it's still your boy, Patrick. Anyway, let's get started. All right, our food today is coming in. It's a Berkshire pork banh mi sammy and 100% grass-fed chipotle steak sammy coming from Modern Market. That shit is going to be delish. I cannot wait to try this. So uh, and our guest today, oof, got a very special guest today. Um, I'm going to read a paragraph from an award he just won for his podcast. This is coming from the, uh, the Chronicle here in Austin. Okay, he's got a podcast called How Did I Get Here? Let me just read this here. All right. Johnny Gowdy is the Mark Marin of Austin Music. The veteran singer-guitarist, best known for fronting early 90s pop band Mr. Rocket Baby, and later his major label rock act, Gowdy, stepped up to the microphone with a new intention in 2001 and launched the How Did I Get Here podcast. Now, 840-some episodes in. Oh, my goodness. The hour-long, twice-weekly interview show gives the host a platform to really connect with his Austin music guest not just on what's happening in their careers, but also in the shared experience of music appreciation, and that's where he truly shines. So, here's Johnny. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Jesus, Trevor, thank we you. are so bad thank on you. the applause. Yeah, yeah, no, no, thank no, no, you, thank Johnny. You. I enjoy applause, yeah. and I enjoy someone reading my <laughs> critically acclaimed award-winning you know, podcast thing. Are you kidding? <laughs> You're crushing it right now, man. Like, you're a guest today, so sit back. You don't have yeah, to, no, no hosting I, duties. I, I just realized right? I can just sit back and yeah. like, yeah, I took a picture of you. To oh, great. Took a selfie. I love that. I yeah, hope your camera didn't break. No. Uh, you know, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Luckily, you don't look like Stallone. <laughs> you just sound like him. <laughs> I can in three seconds. Uh, no, man, that's <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah, your podcast is, uh, I mean, that's that's recent. Right. That just happened, man. So you're getting this recognition, which you've always gotten within the community. Um, but does it feel good? Right. It feels good to like all this hard work, like to get some recognition oh, yeah, like feels, this. Right. So, yeah. It feels super good. Yeah. You know, totally. I was like in the best of Austin. It was the critics pick. And it was I feel like. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. It just, you know, you know how it is, man. You put a lot of work into totally. this stuff. It's not like a huge financial windfall, sure. but you do get something out of it personally, 100%. but then you notice that someone, someone's like, Hey man, you're doing a good job. That's totally. a good feeling. Totally. Yeah. Keeps you going, right? Yeah, totally. That's what keeps you going. Yeah. Cause I was just about to quit. No, I'm just, <laughs> do you get that sometimes though? Sure. Come on. Sure. That happens. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not all the time, but well, I'm I trying get, to book I get this... a lot of guests, right? Like yeah. just the 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 grind of it, really. It's not the podcast the grind itself; it. yeah. it's the grind behind the scene that yeah. that, that really uh, can get in the way for sure. That's what sometimes I'll be I'll be doing some some busy work for it and go like, what? Totally. Why do I do this? You know what I mean? But then I realized totally. there is a reason. Facebook posts, insert social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. Or like you know, I listen to whole uh, yeah. records and read a whole book about a guy. I'm like, what yeah. am I doing? <laughs> Plus, you're playing show. Not playing only that, shows, dude. You're, yeah. you know, you got you're playing all over town, all over Texas, right? Yeah. I mean, um, tell us about that. Uh, Skyrocket. You guys are. What was the last show you guys just played? I mean, uh, it was just a few days ago, right? Yeah, we played Antones on Friday, super packed show, and uh, then we played Saturday at Sam's in San Antonio. What was the big? I saw you put up that picture where you were on stage at. Um, oh no. What was it called? What was it? It's just recently. Starts with a P? No. Doesn't no. start with a P. Paramount? No. Um, no. Damn. You played somewhere, dude, where this, it was just the stage and the crowd was like, holy shit. I mean, just a ton of people. You were on the stage. You took this cool selfie. Okay. This cool selfie shot with the crowd behind you. Oh, at, at Moody Theater. Yes. That was last week. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> that looked yeah, it was pretty amazing. Badass. Yeah. yeah, that looked. And that's just a regular night for you. That was a How Monday crazy. night, actually. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was. Literally, it was last Monday. Look, that's what our listeners tune in for because, you know, they're just getting off of work. 
They, you know, changing tires all day. They're like, zzz, zzz, zzz. they get home. They're, they're eating a, a P. Terry's. They're listening to this. We, we get yeah. to live vicariously through you, brother. This is well, how we thanks. do it. Um, yeah, I imagine I had, a, I had a great dream that night where I imagined I was on stage. Everyone was cheering me. I'm just joking. Um, so, okay, so you're playing music. I like that everyone's um, in there cheering me, and I'm just trying to take a picture of myself. What a jerk. <laughs> Not at all, right? They're like, everyone's struggling to get in, too. Like, uh, what's that famous selfie uh, shot that, like, broke the internet? Right, so, it was like Ellen. Academy Awards yeah, or something. Yeah, the Ellen yeah, one. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course. Um, you know, the funny thing is, I'm trying to think when's the last time I took a selfie. I'm so self-conscious about it. Yeah. That I don't Well, you just do went to it. Europe, right? Yeah, but I don't take any selfies. Did you take pictures of other I, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like taking pictures of things. Yeah. You know, objects, doorways. I like doorways a lot. Yeah. Um, art on the streets. Yeah. Buildings. I like architecture. Cool roadway. You know, other people. I really like taking pictures of other people. Yeah. That, that is the truth. Uh, but people I was with were like, no, nah, get over there. You know, yeah. we'll snap a picture. Which was great because if not, I'm, I can't, you know. How do I prove I was there? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, have you been to London? Have you been to London? Yes, I have. What do you think yeah. of that place? I like it. I, fucking, I like it a lot. I yeah. loved it, man. You know... Uh, uh, I've never been there. Uh, yeah, You've never first, been there? No, no. That's my Did you get time. some Indian food while you were there? Yes. Because that's the, that's the it's, jam. Honestly, it's really everywhere. It's almost really hard to avoid. Yeah. It's even at a pub. Yeah, you're right. You're, you right, get, you're right. You're at a pub. You're like, yeah. wagon chicken t- tikka masala right there. Just like, okay. Yeah. Take some of that. They, they <laughs> Next have, to fish and chips. That's what, that's somebody hit me to that before I went there. And I was curry crazy, baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Totally. We went to a couple, I can't, I wish I could remember the names to, yeah. to give them shout outs, but we went to a couple spots um, that my boss took us to. And yes, they were delicious. Yeah. I mean, honestly, all the food I had was delicious. It was a work trip. So uh, we actually did a Lone Star Plate podcast there in London. Um, so the London episode, right, that, that you'll hear, um, that was great. We went actually went to the very first certified organic pub in London. Oh, that's cool. That technically started the farm-to-table craze worldwide. Oh, really? Yep. It's how we kind of got it in America, too. They were the first ones to do it many years ago. Wow. And you would think, oh, I thought that was just something maybe over there they were always doing. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't. So this place... Um, was the very first place. And when you walk in, you wouldn't think it has that much history, but it does. I mean, it's an old building for sure, but uh, it was just really cool. Yeah. It really, you felt like you were in a farm in there, like every all the tables, chair. I mean, it, it was legitimately, they're the first ones to get that craze started. So that was really cool to be there, yeah. honestly. The food was amazing. Um, and they also do this cool thing where they send these boxes out every week with, you know, meats and vegetables and for you to use milk, eggs. Oh, cool. From the farm, straight from the farm, dude. Every week, and it's different. Just what they have, right? Kind of like a birch box thing, like a yeah. subscription. Yeah, but much thing? better, oh, exactly. Cool. But super fucking legit. And, yeah, you yeah. know, and honestly, very affordable over there. The prices for that, I told them, oh, we got that stuff over here too. Yeah. We get these meals sent every week. They'll even break it down to individual meals, right? Um, I said, but nothing like this is like, this is legit. Like, <laughs> this yeah. is like, you really felt like they're at the farm throwing it all in these crates and in the back of a pickup truck and it comes to you. I mean, that's how it feels. So that was really cool. Yeah, that was just a, a cool place. Plus to just do a podcast in a live uh, place like that. Have you done that? A live podcast? Like, yeah. a, you know, like in front of people yeah. in a restaurant or on a stage? On a stage, yeah, yeah. I really? usually, I, I started out, when I, st- when I started out doing the podcast, I wanted to do more of them, but they're pretty hard to pull together because I, I yeah. do it like a like the Tonight Show where... I have guests, I like and the that. first guy comes up, and then they scoot down, and that, and then oh, everyone like just that. interacts the whole time. Oh, so they're kind of cool. crazy. So now I just do them for like the the whatever hundred episode, like the eight hundredth episode. Oh, that's we just smart. did was at Cosmic. I did a few at at the Townsend. I've done them at okay. Antones, Saxon Pub, Hotel Vegas. Uh, one I'm to going one to your bar. next one. I'm totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see how fun. you put this. Yeah, I, I, just for the fun of it, yeah. I'm just curious how you put this on. Just too, drinking you know? and just having a good time. Um, yeah. You have me. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Drinking. I'm in. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, so, do you feel like it's like a musical show? Like, is the crowd involved as much as like a, a, a sh- like if you were performing yes. that? Yeah, like people that? yell shit out and stuff. Okay, that's yeah, cool. They that's start what getting you want, involved. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that's what. Yeah, you want. I want it to be complete. 
the complete opposite of what it is in my apartment. Like just complete <laughs> insanity. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It is kind of weird, right? When like right now, right? There's nobody else There's nobody here, here, right? Like so us, it's right. yeah, it's yeah. like. Uh, if you tell a joke, like, you know what I mean? Does Is there, a, there's no laugh yeah. track, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but in a way I like that, uh, you know, that would be weird Me anyway, uh, but you just go with it. Right. Uh, but that's the realism of, of podcasting. You know, it's funny. I was talking to somebody about how to improve, and this is something you can totally appreciate how to improve being a podcaster, right? An interviewer, if you will. Right. So I started to ask somebody who's a journalist, um, Hey, you know, what, what can I do to be a better interview? It's like, listen, hang on. There's a big difference from, you know, being like a journalist interviewer versus being a podcaster. Right. Like, that's very like question answery. You're on a podcast. It's much different. There needs to be this open flow, just conversation. Right. Um, you know, they just gave me some really good key points on like how to have, you know, the right subjects, just a few points to sort of focus on to always bring yourself back to things, but let it flow. Yeah. Let it go. Let it come back around. I just thought that was so enlightening, you know, because you always work. Does that something you worry about when you're doing your show? Did I did I do enough? Did I get enough out of them? Did I, you know what I mean? Did I yeah. leave anything on the table? Yeah. Did I accomplish what I set out to do with this person, you know? Did we just laugh and have a good time? Or did we provide something, right? Like, yeah. What do you think? I, I, I mean, I... I just kind of like a look for the, but I, I, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, there's, there's, you can tell when someone's not giving you everything yeah. and, and you're like, oh man, what do you this do could have been so much better. <laughs> you're making my show not great because <laughs> you're worried about people, you know, thinking you're weird or something. You, you know need, what I mean? You know, you need a, a big button that just makes this loud air horn sign. Just, <laughs> man, just, it just interrupts the mood. Just like, hey, listen, pal, wake up. Time to wake up. Let's do this. Yeah, man. So that's, uh, you know, I'm, so I'm sure you've had a podcast, right? Like afterwards, you're like, damn, that could have gone a lot better, right? That oh, yeah. 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 I mean, For and sure. also that's generally, and you probably understand this, that's, that's you know, Anything, that's man. the way we are. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and being someone that grew up like, like, uh, uh, like hearing about what Letterman was like, apparently like Letterman was just like brutal on himself after every show. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really, yeah. he doesn't seem it's terribly self-abusive person. Hated hated himself and what he did. Every wow. show was terrible. He was terrible. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, I just learned. I'm. I mean, happy I'm, I'm I love that, Dave Letterman. I'm not that awful. Yeah. And plus, now I have this award, so I got a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? We could barely get you through the door and hear your head. Right? I know like, it's it pretty was big. Just like, okay, listen, you have to take the elevator, Johnny. I don't know how you have to. The, the the service elevator. Yeah. It's bigger. Uh, the, look, the food just arrived. Um, I don't know what this is. What oh. are the little bags? Cute little bags. Okay. Here we go, brother. What does and, that say? Oh, look at that. You're all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So these are, you know, they make these chips right there. Oh, look at that. They even put, okay, I'm not going to lie. I love this. On the bag, it's got the ingredients, potatoes, sunflower, or canola oil, and salt. Uh, serving size, 20 chips. This is great. Look, they put the calorie count, it's 34 grams. You're getting about 180 calories. Uh, I, honestly, I'm going to be, I've never seen that. That's great. Ever. Okay. Is it bad to crunch on the air? Huh? Here's it. Here's a sad <laughs> podcast story. You know the record producer, Mike McCarthy, did Spoon and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know Spoon, but I don't know the... So, we're old friends, and he, I was like, hey, got to do my podcast. So he's like, okay, come to my studio. And he calls me, and he goes, hey, man, can you pick up something to snack on? I'm kind of hungry. So I'm like, sure. So I pick up, like, <laughs> this trail mix. <laughs> and without thinking about it, we did this whole podcast, both of us just eating trail mix. <laughs> And I got like emails of like, dude, please don't ever eat on this show. They'd be like, well, I'm doing that record with spoon. It was pretty good. Mm. Oh, man, it's really oh, good. That's yeah. hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, luckily we get away with it. Because it's a food podcast. podcast. Yes. Yeah. It's, in the, it's in the tagline. Sit, well, eat, these... chat. <laughs> you know, don't tune in if you don't. That's what happens. That's what we do. We eat on here. Can I share about my feelings about these chips? Yeah. Okay. I love potato chips. Boom. Right? Me too. Um, I love fresh potato chips, yep. and these are fantastic. These awesome, are right? very close to. Uh, they just made these. It feels like right. Yeah. Now let me be real. Okay, so I've worked at a lot of places that have made potato chips. So this is what you do, and it's fine to do this. 
You make them the morning of for the whole day. Oh, really? Yeah. That's okay because you don't have time to, to in the moment, right? You got to batch them, which is fine. They sit all day, and at the end of the night, they get thrown away. You might keep some that are okay fresh. You'll check them and keep them for the next morning, but they've right. got to be the first ones to go out, right? And then at lunch or whatever, they're done. But that's what that's how you do it. You okay. make a big batch. Uh, so that's that's what happened with these. I guarantee it. They made them this morning. They're done unless they just went through them all for lunch and had to make a fresh batch for dinner, which can happen. Yeah, uh, it is Wednesday. That's possible, but more than likely. But they're still fresh. Yeah, you know they're still they taste absolutely fresh, like you said. Um, these are like the best Lay's I've ever had, right? Just like the best Lay's potato chips. Yeah, they're they're, I, they're better. There's something a little bit different about yep. about ones when they're made that day. Like yep. um, I know this is talking about another place, and it's probably not super healthy, but Bucky's has these fresh. Potato chips, Bucky's. Ah, oh. really? Yeah, they're oh, delicious, man. Um, okay, we also have sandwiches. Um, Trevor, can we get two of those plates, dude? I want to reach over there, but my damn. Um, but I'm tired. What, what's this called? Uh, something just. Oh, there we go. My bad. Um, this is hilarious. So <laughs> I just got to read this on the on the sandwich uh, thing. It says order name Patrick Scott unknown. I love that. I'm changing my name to that. That's so born identity. Um, okay, so we're having the banh mi and the steak here. Okay. The chipotle steak. I don't know which is which. Oh, this is steak. I'll let you. We're going to try both, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a go. Um, they cut it up. Let's see here. Oh, I got to get Trevor to get a picture of that too, Johnny, before you rip, in, before you rip yeah. into it like a savage. I've seen this guy eat before. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, they're two halves. What, like that? Do we put it in the thing? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, we're doing food photography. Yeah, a little bit here. Look at that. Oh, my God, that looks good, right? Look at that bread. To me, a good sandwich, the bread is is just so important, right? Like, the bread is... Paramount. It's half the sandwich to yeah. me. It's literally... Have to say, if you have bad bread, you just the sandwich is done for, right? That's just, I like this is more of a panini than like the traditional banh mi, which is like on a French bread. Yeah, yeah, you're right, exactly. Good, different. Look at this guy. Thanks, See, buddy. he knows music. Did he knows you, food. Can I share so something? Culture. I don't know if you yeah. got this in your research, and I meant to send what? it to you, but you know, I've got a cooking show. No, I didn't know internet. that. Yeah, cooking and drinking with Johnny and AJ, <laughs> me and AJ Vallejo. What? Yeah. Holy shit! When Jesus. we made banh mi sandwiches really? one time, yeah. How did they turn out? You liked them? They're Was delicious. it hard to make? No, not no? at all. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Boom. Look at that, guys. Uh huh. Look that up on the internet. Go make a bomb me. Watch Johnny's video. Mm. Okay, you got the bomb me there. Okay, this is delicious. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, nice. I can't wait to try it. Mm. There's some kind of green sauce that's absolutely mm. it's amazing. It has like it's kind of lime. Mm. Some kind of bite. Boom. Mm. A napkin. Yeah, that's good. The steak is really good. Flavorful. Got the jalapenos in there. The uh Oh, it's got jalapenos, carrot, right? What's carrot. in there? Spinach. Uh, cucumber. Cucumber. A little cilantro. Oh, cilantro, no spinach. Cilantro. No spinach. And it's Berkshire something pork, else, guys. Almost like an arugula or something in here. Gotta use that Berkshire. You're not gonna get that everywhere. And yeah, it's like, this is like a ciabatta bread, right? This is uh, that's what I would call this. Mm -hmm. This is a, you know ciabatta. ciabatta bread. Yeah, mm -hmm. really, really tasty. The steak, wow. the steak is really good. You're right. It does have some sort of sauce on here? You know what it's like? It's like a like a like a salad dressing, almost like a secret sauce, like Big yeah, Mac yeah, secret yeah. sauce. Uh, you know, but not but not not pink or brown. It's green. Yeah. Well, see, yours is green. Mine's like looks like that. Like. Like the the Big oh. Mac sauce, like the Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, but it's delicious. I can see the onions. Everything's caramelized, uh, right? Like, I mean, it looks just amazing. Man, this place is great. I'm yeah. gonna go there. Uh huh. Modern Market. They have a few locations in town actually, and they have a lot of other stuff. Um, you know, free range chicken, like dishes with rice and. So I mean, they do more than just sandwiches. They have these little brick oven pizzas. Yeah. That they do well. I mean, everything. From scratch, delicious. You could, we could like eat five 
six episodes worth of food. You know what I mean? Like we could order and order and order and still not even try the whole menu. Can I start a spin-off podcast where I just eat everything there? <laughs> like you do the main podcast, but then I do these mini episodes where I just eat another thing. <laughs> hey, in the field, right? Johnny in the field. Yeah, Johnny's in the field. Hi guys, he's just here to eat. I just that's all it is. Just a whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Samosas. Just desserts. I never get desserts for this. I did have uh, Case Erickson, you, I know you, if you're listening, he always is like, why don't we get dessert, dessert, dessert? Should I always get, I never get dessert for that. I feel like, I don't know. Should I? You think I should? No. Well, I don't really do dessert. Do y'all do dessert? Do you, mm-hmm. dessert? you do? Do you save room for dessert? Or if you have room, then you'll get it. I'm glad that you say that because I will save it's a room. If you know there's a badass dessert. Fair enough. Yep. Good call. Good call. But that, sometimes that, that after I eat, I'd like a little something sweet. Okay. Like even just a little Hershey kiss yeah, or yeah. something. I'm with you there. I think all places should provide oh. something like that, actually. Man, you know you got to get on the show? Mm. Hershey's I, kiss? No. No, no, no. I'm talking about farm to market, like organic. Yeah. Uh, you ever go to the farmer's market over by 5th Street, 4th Street, and 3rd Street? Downtown, next to that parking lot, um, the federal courthouse. I think we're going to that actually um, on Sunday. When you we're go going to a farmers market over there, when I think, isn't it for Saturday, tasting Texas? Is it Saturdays or Sundays that it is? I think the one you're talking about Saturday. We're going to another one that's I think on the east side of 35, mm. but it's on Sundays. But I want to go to the one. Well, you're maybe talking you can about. find this lady. She makes this organic chocolate, mm. and it is unbelievable. I mean, it's, it is unbelievable. She made, I got these little things that had like, it was dark chocolate with like a cocoa bean inside. And oh, then it had this, this, this chocolate yeah. powder on it. Oh, yeah. Not super sweet. Not, you know what I mean? I mean, chocolate's bitter. Yeah. Right? Like, you get raw chocolate. It's bitter. It, it's, you know. You know what's funny? Um, I just had a chili recently, you know, that had chocolate in it. Mm-hmm. I never had it like that before. How was it? Delicious. Added the great color to it, actually. It gave it this distinct, you know, this darker tone to it. Um, but that bitterness helped, actually. Um, yeah, it was delicious. It's something I would have never thought to put in a chili. You know what I wish this show had? Dude. Like, you know how some uh, some radio station or radio stations have right. the cough Come button? On, let's cut this, Trevor. We need like the belch button. What's up? Oh, cheers with the sandwich. I like that. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. That cracks me up. I like how you could. Hey, look at this real quick. Unlock. Boom. That's how you do. Do you want half of this one, Trevor? Yeah, yeah. Let's cut this, dude. Come on, man. Please. Uh, I don't know how much you guys want me to eat on this no, show. No, eat, eat whatever you want. I just, I know I'm not, I have another show to do where I got to eat. Yeah. So that, you know what I mean? I can't. So AJ and I make food, just me and him. Sometimes we have a guest that knows a recipe and they teach us the recipe and that's the show. Have me on, dude. Let me cook something from Boca. No, that'd be killing. You know, let me cook some, some famous, uh, I could do a bocadillo. You ever had anybody make bocadillos on there? Yeah. No one on there. No, but I've had them. I can make a bocadillo on there. Yeah. So one time we went to the. Tacos uh, or something, whatever. To the macaroni and cheese festival. It was at Scoot Inn. Oh. And I I didn't realize. I I didn't realize that you don't eat the whole sample. Because like (laughs) after my third sample, I'd eaten like already like two bowls of mac and cheese. (laughs) Dude, I thought I was going to die after that show. (laughs) It's like wine Mm. tastings. You can't drink it all. You know what I mean? You got to spit. What, what kind of cheese is that? Mozzarella or something? You know what? I don't it's good. Know. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Good call. Look at you, dude. Look at this guy over here. Look at this guy. I'm Gordon Ramsay. When you sent me the thing to ask me if I wanted to come on here, 
I was so excited to go talk about food. I love oh, food. Nice. That's I awesome. I love making man. food. I love. What's your favorite thing to make at home? Damn, this. Oh, I just got some jalapenos, guys. Woo! I'm a fan of chicken. Yeah. And so uh, I make, uh, I like to make. Uh, oh, man. Uh, hang on, hang chicken. on. My headphones just went out, Trevor. No, there we go. There we go. There we go. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh, my God. That's hot. Spinach, artichoke, stuffed chicken. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, um, uh, chicken parmesan. Mm. I like the, I like the, I like cooking in the iron skillet. Oh, you like that cast iron, baby? Yeah, yeah. I like making soups and chili and stuff like that. Nice too. Have a good time doing. You that. like time? Yeah. Time on your side, right? But you know what? The thing is, too. Do you good live by God. yourself? No. No. Okay. That was very serious. No. But you know, when you're just cooking Sorry. for yourself, it's it's hard to do the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, I know what you mean. I have a girlfriend You're now, right. and she doesn't cook. because She doesn't live in town, though. So, like, when she's here, I am like. Please, I, let me make something, I'm, right? Yeah, yeah I'm constantly yeah. just. Like, today I made her egg in a hole, like, on a on a bed of sautéed spinach and arugula. Oh, my God, look at this guy. With, with oh. slices of avocado on the oh, side. Yeah. yeah, you're definitely in the dating phase. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what's happening there. That ain't happening after you get married. No, I've been married. Right? Were you making that? I I made. That's all why the... you're not married no more. No, 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 no. I was, I was, I was, I was the main. Hey, cook. I got divorced too. What? What? You were the what? I was the main. Cook oh, you in were my really? Marriage. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, cooking's fun, man. Right? It's like right. It's therapeutic. It's mm -hmm. it's engaging. It's what you make of it, right? You get out of cooking what you put into it. That's the honest truth. If you go bullshit on some ingredients and just throw some shit in a pan, of course it's going to come out like shit. But if you take your time, think out the dish, you know, put put in the effort, you'd actually surprise yourself. And yeah. anybody would. Anybody can be a great cook. There, yes, I believe that too. Because I'm not I'm not any kind of schooled chef. But when I'm Even feeling so. it, I think I, 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 I excel. And a lot of it also has to do with, I think there's something really great and uh, this banh mi like, is really good, by the way. Yeah, delicious. I mean, you know, did you, so you see what I mean about that sauce? Yeah, so good. It's good. God um, damn, that's so good. There's something. There's something in the humility. Uh, mm. It's like a. It's like a weird uh, satisfaction to feed someone. You know what I mean? Someone you care about too. Of like course. I'm feeding this person. Of course. Let me feed you. I. Yes. I really get that. I think I'm because an old Jewish woman. You <laughs> have you eaten? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't made you any food yet. 100%. That's how my mom, you know, yeah. my mom's Mexican. So it's like, you got to eat like eight plates before you can get up. Like, Jesus. Um, but yes, th there is a satisfaction from, you know, I I'll go even further because I was in the service industry for so long. I, I got a satisfaction out of serving someone, mm -hmm. right? Out of out of making, giving them an experience. Yeah. Just put it that, let's just put blatantly put it that way because I worked at what I considered high-end places, places that were recognized, places that there was a pressure when you, when you went to work. And I liked that. It wasn't just some regular place where you're serving. It mattered what you did. You know, I wanted a purpose. It, it needed to mean something. Um, so for me, it went even further than just a dish. It was just the ability to serve this person and let them have, um, you know, a great experience. Yeah. You know, I, I do love that. And cooking is absolutely a great way to do that. Um, because yeah. everybody, everybody eats, right? I never met anybody that don't eat Yeah, ever. I mean, it's like, you gotta eat. Yeah. You know I mean? It's like, yeah. it's something we all have in common. Um, you good, can, good you know, service. you break bread, right, with somebody. It's a way to connect with somebody, yeah. right? I mean, it's a really, it just is a way to connect with somebody. Yeah. When you get someone in the service industry that cares about what they do and they know, like, they can tell you what you're getting. And, like, yeah. there's something also, like, when you sit down and the guy and guy or woman says, uh, they go to read you the special and they said, tonight I have, I have, and it's them. Like tonight, I have, and you're like, okay, this person's I like into that. it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, 
Yep. They take I, I, ownership, this, right? I don't like know, ownership. man. They got the special board. No one told me what the specials are. I just got here. <laughs> totally. That's a drag. But totally. when a guy's like, hey, man, I have this for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Dave is going to bring you the yep. cut of meat that you like, the yep. way you like it cooked. Yep. You're going to, you know, got Feels questions personal. about it. I can tell you about it. Totally. Yep. I, I don't know. I never had that. Yeah, like, That's yeah. always a drag. I agree. I agree, man. Yeah, hearing the I just got here shit. Like, you're right. That's so funny you said I don't, that. Uh, yeah, man. I don't that know is hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, I just started, man. Oh, don't tell me that shit. Yeah, Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Study. You should actually know the most when you first start. Yeah. That's honestly the truth because you should be hitting it harder. It's usually the people that have been there a while have kind of, they don't study as much anymore. I mean, you know, they know the they know the, the ins and outs of the place. Right. Right. And they know all the, the secrets and the ins and outs, uh, but they may not be up to date on 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 the special or right. this or that, uh, which is fine. But um, but services, yeah. I mean, it's important. It's important. Abs- I mean, I look 100%. at like what what I do in 100%. Skyrocket. You know, a lot of times we we do play a lot of private shows and stuff like that. Show at the Moody Theater, it was private. We yeah. didn't shoot our ACL special sure. there. <laughs> um, but you know, we're a cover band, and we are we are on the list of the service people. You hire a caterer, you hire an event planner, you hire a flowers person. You get a band. You hire liquor people, you hire music people. Yep. And we're just part of that yeah. kind of thing. And that's yeah. something I believe that when you give the best you can, people have the best time and it just ends up being 100%. great. 100%. Well, they and respond you get more. more. Work. You, get, yeah, you get more work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with admitting that, right? Even as a server or a bartender or whatever. But why you, not you, give this nothing... person the best experience they have outside of money that's 100%. awesome, that but the you're money that will be there, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that server or bartender expecting that money either. Right. Like in my opinion, like it's okay. They're going to give you the best time. They expect this on the other end. They're fair. They're going to give you an amazing time. And the agreement is we tip in America, so that's what you do. Um, and that's fine. That's okay to think about it that way because in a way, that's a better transaction. It's a business transaction, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to take care of you. Uh, I'm going to give you an experience. I'm going to order for you, right? That's my, that used to be my favorite way when I waited tables many years ago. I like those kind of guys too. I take the menu away and I say, what are your allergies? Okay, cool. Anything you don't like to eat? What, what kind of budget are we looking at guys? So like, are we hungry? We got to leave in an hour and a half. You got, you got Mm -hmm. time. Okay, cool. I'm going to course some stuff out. Tell me if you want something else. You know, let's talk along the way. Boom, done. I honestly, I mean, I swear it would be so rare that somebody would go, nope, don't want to do that. That yeah. would be so rare. Always people go, absolutely, cool, let's do it. But in fact, it was a relief. Now you get to hang out, talk with your guest or whoever it is, mm-hmm. and not worry about yeah. the menu, right? They, people always keep the menu all night, and they're looking at it, and then, what do I get? What do I just, yeah. Dude, that ruins the night for me. Like, You know what I mean? Like That totally. ruins the whole point of being out in, in a lot of ways. Uh, we all dine for different reasons. Uh, but you can enjoy the food and enjoy the company. And I think you, you shouldn't forget about one or the other right. in, in in the instance. So, yeah. Uh, but I could get deep into uh, service industry stuff. You know, that's my jam, uh, obviously. Uh, you know, I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, this food, guys, right? It's pretty this unbelievable, food, man. I keep just munching on it, like, little by little, right? I just keep this bond me is uh Those onions in the steak sandwich, Dude, which legit, you are getting right? right now, Trevor, legit. Yeah, the onions were... Or a bomb. Yeah, I had one outside that fell out of the sandwich on its yeah. own, and that was a pretty groovy <laughs> experience for me. How does that happen? How do they make it taste like that? Do they cook it with the steak? No. Um, Why does it have I that flavor? I doubt it. Um, well, they're just, it depends. These look um, these look a little char-grilled, to be honest with you. So yeah. it could be on a grill, but they're so thin. That would be hard to get them on a grill without them falling through. So it's probably just saute pan. They let them burn at the bottom. Um, they're probably pre-done, like, earlier, right before service, you know, prep, you prep right before service and mm-hmm. make some caramelized onions, because these look caramelized and then grilled, because they're so soft. That takes a long time to get that caramelization, mm-hmm. to get it that soft, so, you know, it, honestly, that's what it is. That That's what it is, and that just takes a little brown sugar, little salt, no oil, no water, no nothing. Just put that in a pan couple hours you've got these onions yeah that's it that's simple what do you what's your specialty oh, what do you make that's good well i mean i would definitely say all this stuff i made at boca because i made it for years mm-hmm. so you know spanish food 
definitely that's my specialty in a weird way is Spanish food. Um, but I love, I like making pastas and stuff, honestly, at home. I make a lot of pastas. Oh, I, yeah? Fresh I never, pasta? Yeah. But I'd like no, to learn no, how to, oh. I, I never, uh, not fresh pasta. I haven't done that yet, honestly. I'd like to learn how to do that. Really, I focus on my sauces. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just made a vegetarian sauce recently. Really? My first yeah, one. I think sauces, you know, are super important because <clears throat> I've worked with some Italian chefs who are like, look, man, fresh pasta is great and all, but... If you don't do it right, you're better off buying good pasta, right? If unless you've perfected it, that's right. Yeah, you're you're scre- you're screwing yourself. Do you buy like those fresh pastas? Then? Yes, yeah. I buy the ones that are ready to make. Right, they're 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 ready. They they whatever they do to get them dried out, right, dehydrated like that. Um, those are my favorite. Um, yeah, they're a little more expensive, but you just buy them the day of, right? You just buy them day of. That's what you make. It's actually not that bad. To be honest with you, yeah. the sauces is where it can get really expensive when you start bu- bu- buying the sauces. So make your own. Plus, that's where all the flavor is. That is where all the, the flavor damn is. sauce. Um, I mean, I guess I have made pasta before. Um, it just it takes a long time. It's hard. You know, you're trying to be quick about it. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but I do enjoy making uh, pastas for sure. Um yeah, you you said you you like making chickens. You like making yeah, here's that's a, here's yours. A, yeah, it came up in my memories oh today. Oh my god, look at oh artichoke, my good uh, spinach god. artichoke stuffed chicken. Yeah, that looks good, dude. Yeah, and I like the, I do like doing it in the iron skillet and yeah, then cooking yeah. on the stove and then putting yeah. it in the oven. Yeah. Of course, of course. Just yeah, I like cook, cool. I like cooking a good <laughs> steak. Um, I like making bread. Bread's fun to make. Um, you know, pulled pork is what I was really known for at Boca. My pulled pork was legit. You know, I did that for years, so like I perfected that recipe. Um, but yeah, God, I just love making food, right? Just anything, really. You just, do just, just is there... anything. I just made fried chicken the other night for Trevor. Oh, really? On Monday, yeah, I had a little little get together at the house. I did some buttermilk uh, fried chicken from scratch. Oh, nice. That was delicious. Uh, that and that you that fried kind that of stuff in a pan. Yeah. Yep. Yep, just right on my stove. Well, I, I, I pan fry it, and then I finish it off in the oven. Cool. So I let it drain a little bit, get some of the oil off, um, and then I finish it off in the oven just barely, just to make sure it cooks all the way through because chicken, you got to get that temp right. You know, don't be afraid to use a thermometer at home, folks. Uh, chefs use them. I promise you chefs use thermometers. Yeah. Do not be afraid to use it. You don't want to kill anybody. No. Uh, you know, when you're cooking, and if you're not sure, just check that motherfucker. Literally stick a thermometer and boom, you, you can save the day. So plus it just lets you know you don't have to think about it. There's no questioning if it's done or not. Um, so yeah, did, yeah, we did chicken. Did, does your does your uh, did you learn to cook like in a family situation, like around family? I mean, definitely. Uh, since I was a kid, you know, my family's been cooking at home. You know, I used to make fresh tortillas with my grandmother and. Dude, we'd, that, go to, we'd go to the market, you know, yeah. my mom, you know, mom being from Mexico city and we'd hang out, I'd, you know, spend summers there and holidays, Christmas, mm-hmm. thing, just any holidays really. Um, and yeah, my grandma and I would go, it was just a routine she had every day period, whether I was she there had or that, not. That metal thing that you pull down. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I have one of those. Um, yeah, absolutely. We'd, we'd, uh, go get everything every day. Yeah, like right. That. Every that. day, yeah. that was part of her day. Was in the morning, go you know, take a little cart. Those cart, you know, it's just a little plastic cart, really, or metal cart. You go with down like to the market, a bag. Or yeah, to the to the uh, several the mercado, places. The, the, yeah, the big. Yep, you go to the mercado. Kind of yeah, you get your fruits and veggies from different people down the way. Then your meat, some milk, some eggs. I you cannot know. tell you the romantic feeling. I ha- like you go to the you go to the apple guy. Yeah. You go to the meat guy. Yeah, you got yeah. another guy for the fish. Yeah. I, for some reason, That's I romanticized awesome. that. So I went out with this girl like in my early 20s and her dad, like they own their own company and he left work at three every day because he didn't get home till six because of all the places he went for dinner that like to get the stuff for dinner that night. And it was like, it was like an extravaganza. Then you all hang out in the kitchen, then you're helping. And it's, you know what I mean? It's just beautiful. Amazing. Cooking and eating. It's a bigger part of your day, right? It becomes a bigger part of your day like that. Yeah. And you're just more involved with what's happening with your diet. Yeah. Because think about it. If you're just buying 
food every day if you eat out every day, which is great. You got to eat out. We got to support restaurants. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's just how you eat or everything you bought buy is pre-made and you're not getting the same experience, right? You're not. No. You're not. You're not not getting. Not at all. uh, The same experience as shit. So, you know, um, absolutely, man. You know, when I lived in Europe, that's just exactly how it was. Every it wasn't every day, but every few days, definitely every day I went to get bread. That was just literally right outside my front door. There was a bread shop. I got. Where, where else I go, did you go? What do you mean? In, bread in shop? Europe? No, no, no. In Europe? Did you go to Paris or? No, no. This time I just went to London. But I used to live in Spain years right, ago. Right. Those those guys that have those ham and cheese sandwiches. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about on the baguettes? Yeah. Bocadillo. That's just jamón serrano with manchego. Yeah, yeah. That I is mean. like, I can't even. I used to eat that every day pretty much, yeah. almost. I had a leg of, you know. A pig's leg in my kitchen that we just cut off the meat. That is killer. You know, in the morning, you're just waking up all groggy with your coffee and you're eating the hamon. Yeah. Just cut the knife's right there. So you just cut off a couple slices, put the towel. It has a special towel. Put it right back on to keep, you know, keep it fresh. You're actually kind of putting f- the fat that you cut off back on top. Yeah. To keep it, the moisture and stuff, you know, whatever, from drying out. And you actually have to keep eating it so it doesn't dry out and go bad. Great problem to have, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. guys, we got to eat more hamon because yeah, it's yeah. going bad. No problem. Uh, but yeah, you're going to all these different places to get everything. Like mm-hmm. you said, you're going to get the, the seafood. You're going to get, uh, you know, vegetables. And then, um, like you said, you know, fruits. You got your apple guy. Um, you're going to get whatever, your bread from this place. You're going to get your coffee from a particular place. Um yeah, it's so it's, neat because all those people awesome. get that and even stuff. your clothes and shit is yeah. is like the same way, yeah. right? A scarf, play, a, a hat, right? Place, yeah, my yeah, shoe place, yeah. My, and that I just love that, dude. <clears throat> I'm with you. Like it's it's uh, yeah, I love it. Is it funny? So. I feel like in American culture, the thing is to is to take all that away and just make it so you don't have to do that stuff. Because but in, why wouldn't you want to? It's well, because killer. in our way, it kind of gets in the way of. Watching TV. <laughs> I guess. I, I was going to say, like, doing other shit, but what other shit would you do if you're not yeah. living like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I do like it. I mean, I guess there are some places here to do, you know, we have the mall, but it's not, you can't, you can't buy fucking meat, well, that's what I'm meat saying and is veggies like, at the mall, right? No. You got to fuck it. You can, get, you, you can get some fresh Pumas. No, there's a great, know? there's a great meat place on uh, East 12th Street between Chicon and, uh, is it Daido? Daido? I think so. In between Chicon and Airport. The butcher? Yeah. Daido. We're going there on Sunday. The guy's ha- You are? Yep. Awesome. That guy's we're doing, killer. We're doing an episode there. Really? Yep. Tell him I like his stuff, man. Nice. We're going to eat there and get food from the butcher. I got, uh, I used to, before my grandpa passed away, I lived down the street from there on Cedar off of 12th. And when I found that place, my grandfather was like this insane like sausage guy. I loved, you know, really chopping up the sausage oh, yeah. even with the toothpicks, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, the, God, they had the best sausages there. Nice. Great, oh, yeah. dude, I can't nice wait, fresh, man. Yeah. yeah, super excited. We've been trying to go there actually for a while, um, which is always kind of out of where we were going to shoot or whatever. So yeah, um, I'm super excited to go there. It has great reviews, and it's actually one of the very few butcher shops in Austin. You know? Yeah, they don't. So they don't exist that there's, much. There's anymore. Salt and Time, and Daidu, and there's one other place that's a butcher shop, but that's it. In, in Austin proper, right? You know, even then, really getting outside of that, you're not, you know, gonna find something. You know, it's funny when I was in London, I stayed in just this little borough, just whatever South Harrow, it's called, and. There was little. I'm not joking. There was six butchers on one block where I was at. Six. Do they call it butcher block? <laughs> <laughs> six butchers on one block. See, that's the way it should be. There should be competing butchers. <laughs> totally. They're not even competing. It's just. Yeah, yeah. We have everyone uh, has a guy. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. exactly. Yeah, this is my know? guy. Exactly. You want chicken? Go to that guy across the street. Yep. And three of them were halal, the other three were not. So kosher. Yep, yeah. kosher. Um, and they had just markets there to buy your veggies and fruits as yeah. well, separate, right? But everything, just on this one block, man, more than all we have in Austin, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> one block. Yeah. One small block, Did you learn you. how to butcher? 
Because I know that's a whole thing. No, no. That's an art I, form I, in itself. I mean, I know how to trim meat, but do I know how to butcher a piece of... No, no. It's a whole nother You learn that in culinary school, don't you? Not in, not like that. No, no. no you got to go work for a butcher, man. It's like a baker, right? You got to work for a baker. Right, yeah. It's a whole nother animal. I've always wanted to, to be honest with you. I went and visited Salt and Time and met with the owners and uh, got to, you know, film some stuff in their butcher uh -huh. area or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a whole nother, it's a whole nother animal, man. It's it's just, that's what you do. You're a butcher. Those guys don't even know how to cook probably. I mean, I'm being honest with you. They, they wouldn't even know how to cook something, but they know how to butcher a piece of meat. I bet those they guys. They can grill a piece of meat. Yeah. Right? Like, but they cook you a fucking risotto con no second. No. Not happening. No. No. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's everyone has their plate. You got the butcher, goes to the chef. He makes it, right? The fa the farmer, the, or excuse me, the rancher. To the butcher, to the chef, and there's nothing right, wrong right. with that. To the chef, right. to the consumer. Yeah. You know, boom. And see, that line that I just, you know, presented right there, that four, you know, that four-piece line, if you will, that, that train car, right, four different train carts, for the most part, generally, most people only know the one cart at the end. That's it. They don't right. know this other, right. these other three carts that exist, and that's where we got to get people to go back to the back of the train to see where this all comes from, right? Like that's the whole point of this podcast. Anything that we're doing with Texas Real Food is to educate people and get people on board with that and to want to know more about it. Well, don't right? you don't you feel like, say, with, uh, with everything, with like the popularity of Whole Foods, with yeah. like that sort of thing, like the movement, I think, do you don't you feel like maybe you read things that like fast food places aren't doing as much as they used to now all of a sudden Burger King's doing the impossible burger totally. they're trying to change they're trying to change I appreciate it feels, that. it'd be good for this country because it seems like yeah. the whole food thing is like they've kind of made it to where convenience and price and it's not that much more to not eat crap they're making fast food places now that are definitely reasonable you know within the same price range as your normal fast food. Yeah. It's they're they're coming out. They're starting healthy, they're not healthy, healthy versions, yeah. right? Yeah. They're coming out. They're small, but they're growing. They're mostly on the on the west coast and in the northeast. And that's fine. It'll eventually start to bleed out everywhere and we'll get it. Austin Austin will be early on in that, you know. I hope so. Are you do you guys know Monica Pope in Houston? You know her? Monica Pope. She's huh? like the first kind of farm to market chef there. Really? She's had some restaurants. She oh, was top her. celebrity top chef and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't heard of her. Yeah. Do you guys go around Texas too? Yeah. And talk to people. All of Texas. You know what? I'll I'll be more than happy to introduce you guys. Sure. She's a she's a friend of mine. She's really, really cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know a few actually I know quite a few people being on been on Top Chef. You know what's funny is Texas is by oh, yeah. far Tim Love. They have they Lonesome have Dove. well they have pulled the most people for Top Chef from Texas by oh, far. Oh really? Oh, are you kidding me? I would say half of the contestants on Top Chef over all the years have come from Texas. Oh, that's awesome. If you were to look through all the Texas, dude, Houston, Dallas, and Austin would be the least really, but the most famous being Paul Key. Right. Um so the Uji guy, right? Um, yeah. And, and, and Loro. And Key. No, that's... Um, Franklin? That's Aaron Franklin and um, Tyson Cole. Oh, okay. Uh, Paul Key did Key. Okay. His restaurant was called Key. And Uchiko. Um, Uchiko is part of Uchi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked at Loro. You did? I yeah. love Loro. Yeah, I worked at Loro. I worked with... I didn't work with Tyson Cole and, and Aaron Franklin. Um, they're not around. That's the that's the thing with these places, guys. That the chef is not actually around. Um, you'll see him every once in a while, but you're that, really, is that is that an executive chef then? Yeah, and then exactly. the chef is the guy that you're, you're dealing on with. Site. The, what they would call the CDC on site, which is the chef de cuisine. That's who be you know there day in and day out. That's who right. you really. That's the guy at at, uh, at Wolfgang Puck's places. It's not him at every. Of course, place. it's not Sammy Hagar at the at the, <laughs> at, the, at, the <laughs> at the place in the airport in yeah, Las no. Vegas. Well, he might actually be there. Um, that's no. you know he might be bartending. Uh, that I wouldn't put it past. I that. think it was the Cabo Wabo like, uh, restaurant in yeah, the airport. Yeah, that's a CBGB's. Uh, was Sammy Hagar? I think did he have no, Cabo no, no. Wabo too? Cabo Wabo CBGB's was in New York. That was a oh was that in New York? Yeah, that was uh, Hilly. Oh, it was Cabo Wabo? Yeah. What am I thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, but yeah, exactly. The the celebrity chef is not there. Now he will come in. You know, you're gonna meet him. You're gonna know him. 
but they're not there running service uh, by no means. Only at the start for a photo op, you know, first few weeks that, you know, want to make sure everything's running right. And then they, and they should. That's how mm-hmm. it should. People get more responsibility that way. That's actually better uh, for your staff um, to move up. But, yeah, those are all good places. But, anyway, Top Chef, dude. Yes. Okay, Monica Pope. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to talk to her. Top Chef's a great show. That's what got a lot of this craze started for us in America, too. Yeah. Uh, so I always respect that show, no matter what people think of it. Um, it definitely, whatever you want to say, it got a lot of conversation started for people. Yep. And people started to want better food. So, you know, you can, you can say whatever you want about the show. Um, but I find I that like I learned show. a lot of stuff Absolutely. from those things. At least I think I do. You do. Chopped, I do, definitely. Yeah, Chopped. All those shows, man, you can learn 100%. Even Matt, I love MasterChef, man. Yeah. I love those shows, man. MasterChef's really cool because these are just, right, just normal, everyday people. I like those Just kind of... getting out there and doing it, and you're blown away by these people. Dude, if yeah. you watch MasterChef Kids... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I just want to put down my apron. It blows my literally mind. Literally, the way that put... they talk about stuff. Like, they have... Well, a six-year-old, <laughs> so like... It, yeah. you, you literally will hear a six-year-old break yeah. down a souffle. You're yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, I'm getting and, tons you know, of citrus in yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. You're like, Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, you know... A hundred percent. Like I can't, I couldn't even build Legos right, much less like build a, you know, a dish Yeah. Uh, at that age. Um, yeah. Th- those kids blow me away. And that's what's, that's what's, that's why when I say anybody can cook, anybody hello, can. there you go. I think it's just a matter of caring. Yes. It's, again, you get out of cooking what you put into it. Yeah. It's literally that, it's a relationship, guys. And just what do you get out of any relationship you have? It's what you put into it. Music, right? Right. Whatever you put into is what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Well, I've found like that with food. Um, I, 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 if I follow recipes of stuff I don't know real closely, I, I pick up stuff. You know, every dish you should pick. Something up that folds into your repertoire. That's how chefs. I feel like that. Yeah. That's how chefs. It's all experience, right? Yeah. They've burned a hundred steaks. That's how they know right. how to make the badass steak for you. Because they fucked up a bunch along right. the way. Guarantee you. Right. You know, I mean, I, 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 I get, I, I, I'm a, I like, I'm a, food-wise, I'm super into Pinterest. And yeah. I follow all of these, like, badass moms totally. that other people follow, you know, because you're like, hey, there's some it, badass. Right? They, yeah. Just the and most like, amazing you know, dishes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. They just, yep. they're into it. Yep. You don't have to watch Gordon Ramsay, Jamie Oliver, Marco Pierre White, uh, you know, Bobby Flay. You don't have to watch those people to learn to cook. There's plenty of YouTube chefs. There's plenty Tons of, you know, of moms. That, watch YouTube that stuff. Chefs, whatever yeah. you respond to and want to learn from, whatever gets you in the kitchen. There's also something a little bit like, it's great, the Gordon Ramsay's, all those guys and all that stuff. I love stuff, watching but, their but, stuff. Gordon Ramsay is a genius. Uh, he really is. But when a guy like, you know, me, I mean, you've been in the industry for a while, but when a guy like me goes in the kitchen, I, I don't have that level of confidence in any way. So when I see some YouTube okay. stuff of some husband and wife that make fun of each other the whole time, totally. you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I can, yeah. You can do, do it. Yeah. Cooking is definitely half confidence. You have to believe you can do it yeah. if you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, again... Who cares if you screw it up? You'll do it again. Yeah. It's food. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It's and you'll not, learn not, you're not to saving do that lives. again. Whatever it was that you did. 100%. Don't exactly. cook the meat that long. Exactly. All right. 100%. And you're going to, that's going to happen. You're going to screw up. I mean, you want to screw up. Yeah. You want to kind of learn. You want to kind of, it doesn't matter what I make. I will immediately criticize myself afterward and say, well, I could have done this better. I could have sure. done, even if everyone's telling me it was awesome. It was, a, yeah, but I could have done, that's just how I am. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, no chef, even a Michelin star chef is happy with it. Even at the end, he said, that thing could have been just over there. I could have had that acorn placed two millimeters to the left. That would have made that dish so much better. I guarantee that's just how, it's how you get there, right? It's how, it's that level of perfection that, or at least wanting to reach that. Because here's the thing, the the if you set your standards the highest possible, actually without of reach, you will actually get the furthest you'd ever get by getting to a point where you have a limit. Does that make sense? You'll reach the furthest by setting the goal so far ahead of yourself that you'll never actually reach that goal, but you'll get the furthest you'd ever get. So that's, I believe very so, strongly in that. Yep. So that's how chefs sort of think like, okay, I'm, you know, it will never be perfect, but if I shoot 
for the most perfect, it will be as close to that as possible. Yeah. So, um, okay, uh, Johnny, we're getting down to the last uh, five minutes of the show. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Uh, Real quick, can I ask a question? uh, No, no, I'm just joking. Yes. (laughs) Rob Franco's truck was Arlo. Yes. And he still owns it? Wow, good, good, good. uh, No. no. Okay. But good uh, good memory. Look at you. I'm a huge fan of of Rob. I'm a guy that would be like, that's Rob Franco. I like it. Well, you can say that here in a second. Um, So this is a, a segment of the show we call Last Call. Yeah, right at the end here, I'm going to rapid fire you some questions. Okay, I'm ready. And to you just hit them. me with these answers, All okay? Right. All right. You're going on a road trip and you can only take one album. What is it? That depends on my mood. So I'll go like right now Beatles yeah. White Album. Oh, it's long answer. <laughs> I'd be all over that. <laughs> and it covers all, of, all the bases. I you like need. that. <laughs> well, you're thinking about it, right? Like, I got one album, so that'll yeah. work. Okay, your last meal. I know, not to be, uh, sorry. I hope it wasn't these delicious sandwiches. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, did you eat all that? Eat up, up, Johnny. Chicken parmesan, or no, you know what, I'm Cuban. I I would probably have uh, uh, a bistec empanizado, which is a breaded steak, or chicken fried steak, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great, great answer, love that. Uh, Your favorite taco place in town? Ooh, whoa. Um, It was fighting words, right, like... (laughs) I'm a Kura's guy, and there's a uh, okay. There's a uh, God. What is the one on Riverside? They all have the same name. Jalisco, no. Uh, Arandinas. Okay, like that place. Boom, love yeah. it. Good answer. That's the first time we've had that answer. Um, like that. Favorite barbecue spot. Uh, I am a huge fan of. Are you ready? Yep. Ironworks. Ironworks barbecue. Yeah. Right downtown. Old school. Old school. Yeah. Great answer. Great Thanks. location. Great vibe, great atmosphere. Yeah, good place. Definitely gets overlooked. Okay, finish this song lyric. My milkshake brings all the boys to the... Hamburger place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Oh, shit. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Uh, The answer is yard. Okay. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Who's that? I don't know. Okay. Who sings that, but... Trevor's giggling. You don't know it. If I would ask you, he knew that answer. I know Trevor knows that. (laughs) I don't know who sings it. It's some, some, some. Sounds uh, like a sassy girl. Yeah, she's this great, amazing, beautiful black chick with this big fro. No, Um, old school. It's an old school song. I mean, anyway, okay. uh, Favorite dish to make at home? Uh, Chicken parmesan. Nice. I love doing it. Your least favorite thing to eat? Ooh. Um. I don't like like anchovies or things with anchovies in it. Okay, fair <clears throat> enough. Fair enough. Your favorite food city in Texas? Ooh, Houston. Houston, great. Don't answer. get mad at me. No, no, no. I think that's a great Austin's answer. Austin's amazing. I think Houston is a yeah. amazing city for yeah. food. I agree with you. Um, name three things in your pantry right now. Okay, um, pasta, um, uh, uh, pita chips, <laughs> <laughs> and a Lenny and Larry's cookie. Love it. Boom. Yeah. The essentials, as we call it. Yeah. Um, Okay. Finish this phrase. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. There we go. Thank you. Well, that was our show, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Lone Star Plate podcast. Make sure to go to texasrealfood.com slash podcast to learn more about us. Also, check out Modern Market if you want some delicious farm-to-table Sammies. Uh, the um, the Bon Me. No, oh, I'm good, Trevor. Uh, the Bon Me and the steaks, delicious. Definitely try them out. I Definitely. mean, they got so much stuff to try. Like chicken, just just check them out. They're they're amazing. You know what I wish they could do is the half Bon Me and then half steak sandwich at, as your sandwich. That's Maybe a great ask idea. Them to do that. Okay, Modern Market, if you're listening, <laughs> or go with I someone like that. and do this. No, but I like the half. Uh, that's a great idea because yeah. you know they're making sandwiches all night. So yeah, you're right. Maybe just during busy times you can offer it. Um, so, and of course, I want to thank my guest, um, Johnny Skyrocket, and How Did I Get Here podcast, okay? So, look, just to find everything out about him, just go to his website, yeah. okay? So, johnnygowdy.com. You can find all the information, you know, of where he's playing. Uh, the, definitely check out his podcast. It's amazing. Look, he puts out two new podcasts a week, um, and they're all from, you know, musicians and artists. Um, you get to hear about how they recorded their tunes, how they... 
um, you know, came up with their music. They're just bullshit about the music industry. You can yeah. learn a lot. It's emotional. It's intense. Yeah. Congratulations on all that, man. It's, you know, much continued you, success brother. with that. So. Thank you. Much uh, to you too, man. Thank you, I've brother. always enjoyed your, I did the Pat cast yep, before. Yeah, yeah. The Pat Down. Sorry. Yeah, the Pat Down. The Pat cast is somebody else's. I don't sure. know, but I could change That's the name. That's a good name. We could do that. Yeah. Pat Down. Pat yeah. But yeah. yeah, you're doing great things. I love Thank this. You, I love the food. I, love, I like that you do it. You get a free dinner when you do this show. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a bill coming. No. no. <laughs> Isn't there always? <laughs> yeah, so, nothing's free, baby. Uh, so, again, great. Hope you had a good time. Please check us out. I'm Patrick Scott Armstrong. This is the Lone Star Plate Podcast. Until next time. <laughs>